got the long boys on. I am a sports entertainer. The WrestleMania equivalent pay-per-view live from Welcome to Baltimore's favorite sporadic pro wrestling podcast, The Midcard Mechanics. Uh, light the fuse. Uh, it's the boom. I don't actually, was not prepared for that. It's Mark. What's up? And I'm Gavin. <laughs> Another seamless intro, Mark. I just realized that you set me up every week now, on the or every time we record, with a new like zinger, followed by the children laughing, <laughs> which is usually when I'm cracking up laughing, too. I was about to say, I loved you laughing with the children. Just... <laughs> like a true liberal. What I was gonna say, like a like a like a like a kid who loves his poo poo pee pee jokes. <laughs> oh man! Hey. So God, it's been a while since we recorded last. Yeah, five weeks. You said has it been five weeks? I mean, that seems plausible. Yeah, I feel like. Uh, well, okay. So in the past five weeks, I uh, I turned forty. All right. Yeah, that's cool. How's that feel? Welcome to the club, old man. I feel like a creep. <laughs> Yeah, that comes with the territory. It's <laughs> just everywhere I go, I'm like, fuck, I'm an fucking <laughs> old man. Like, yeah. I can't wear, like, fucking, you know, I have to, like, I have to dress like an old person now. Well, immediately, yeah. You have to go straight to, like, pastel beige. <laughs> um, I'm still hanging on. I'm still, like, hanging on, just trying to, like, stick yeah. with a slight hipster aesthetic. You know, still. You're nailing it. I, uh, I, I hated hipsters, but. I look look what you've become crystallized in that style. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 weird, especially watching wrestling and realizing like, wait, how much? It's it's not that like, oh yeah, they're in their twenties. It's like, wait, but how much younger than me is that exactly? And you do the quick <laughs> math, and then oh god, yeah, it's just slip. Life's just slipping away, Mark. Yeah. I got called an old man by a little kid what in the, the park fuck? the other day. That hasn't happened to me. <laughs> and I'm two years older. Well, I was walking Woody. Old man. Yeah. I, I'll try to make it really quick. No, so I was walking don't Woody. Don't leave any detail out. <laughs> and uh, there were these four really young kids. I mean, if I'm guessing their age, like six or seven years old. And they, one of them was carrying a giant. Well, you're so old. They could have been like in their early 20s or late teens. <laughs> no, they were, they were children okay children children and um i saw them and i as and they were i was going to have to walk past them and i was just like this is going to be trouble <laughs> oh yeah you, when you're when your uh, city spider senses tingling <laughs> so and i knew that because one of them had was carrying like a log <laughs> yeah that's always a good first sign <laughs> like this log was literally as big as this kid was it was like when woody <laughs> would pick up sticks that were the size of his whole body and carry them with him when he was a puppy like this it, that's actually pretty impressive it takes some strength yeah. the upper um, body strength on that six-year-old yeah it's a certain kind of strength <laughs> what what kind is that it's a a republican kind oh <laughs> he has republican strength i don't get it <laughs> i'll i'll tell you later okay 
<laughs> so there's this kid carrying a log, and you're, you're about to walk past him. Yeah, and, uh, and he one, has that look like that, one, that nothing good's going to happen with this log later. And one of them had like a giant um, Nerf gun. And the kid with the log was talking about like throwing it as hard as he could into this puddle that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then checks out. But it was like there was a woman with a stroller close by, and I was just like, okay, you know, like I don't know. It was uh, was the woman their mother, or were they? No, nope, just another just yep, two- unsupervised. Right, so um, I walk past, and this kid with a Nerf gun like points it at us, and like it was, but it was playful, okay. And then he yeah. was just like, can I shoot your dog? And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I was like, no, please don't. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, just don't. And then he like pulled the trigger and like looked at me and went like, Pew. and then he's like, it was empty the whole time. And I was just like, okay. And I was Whoa. like, so I like tried to like play, be playful and like jokingly, right? And joking. And I said, the kid you know, doesn't know how creepy he's being. Yeah. I was like, you know, he's like twice your size and would eat you alive. <laughs> and then he's like, no, he wouldn't. And then I was like, Woody, go get him. And then like, you know, like we did like a, like <laughs> ran, ran a few steps over to him and Woody gets excited and the kids all run away. <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> but they were like they were You chased the kids away with your giant dog. But it was it was like playful. Right. The playful way that an adult will chase after a child with <laughs> And then um I mean I was laughing too, so I guess now that I think about it it was Maniacally. a little psychotic. <laughs> and so the kid <laughs> I'm gonna kill you, kids! <laughs> So the kid, like, ran to the top of a hill uh-huh. and then, like, grabbed this stick and, like, threw it, like, not towards us, but, like, just threw this stick in the air. And I just watched this whole thing. Like, it was like a pop fly. And, uh-huh. you know, it's landing in a different territory and foul territory than where I'm sitting. I was just like, watch this foul ball. And I was like, oh, that's close. But it's not close enough to catch. And it's not close enough <laughs> to, like, be, like, near me. But that's, you know, that's something worthy of, like, saying that. At the bar later, man, that one pop fly was really close to us. One day I'll catch one. <laughs> like, that's how close okay, the stick like was. Me, like, okay, yeah. Like, enough to be interesting. Yeah. Close enough to be interesting, not enough to, like... Yeah. Yeah. So then, I, so then, like, Woody and I did the thing again. These kids were clearly out hunting for some sticks. <laughs> Wait, and so you chased after them a second time? Yeah. And by chased after, I... Like... Yeah. And then, and then uh, you know, the kids, like, screamed some more. And, and then... I was like, all right, Woody, let's go. And the kid's like, I'm going to hurt you and hurt you. I'm going to hurt you and hurt your dog. Oh, my fucking God. And so that's when I was like, oh, okay. Like, you know, this kid does not know how to interact with people at all. No, he's a pandemic baby. This (laughs) is what has happened when children have been locked indoors for the past two years. So then I just, uh, I was like, all right, Woody, let's go. And just kept walking forward. And then the kid was like, get out of here, old man. (laughs) <laughs> old man <laughs> old man chasing chases kid with dog in park <laughs> police are on the lookout for an old man 
and his attack dog chasing after children. <laughs> oh, the joys of living next to Patterson Park. Yeah. So yeah, that sounds uh, like a fun adventure. Yeah. So I got called old by a yep. six year old. Well, he I turned would know. 40. Well, I turned 40 first and then I felt <laughs> old. This was so this was right after you turned 40. This was like two nights ago. Oh, God. So this is like a <laughs> gift from the universe. Yeah. Welcome to 40, old man. Yeah. So what's been going on with you in the past month? Um, well, you got you had fun of partying for my birthday. Oh, yeah. Too much fun partying <laughs> for your birthday. What I, else has been happening? Didn't you go to Texas? Uh, no, I didn't go to Texas, but uh, no, my in-laws came and uh, visited oh, us right. for Sophia's birthday. It was great. We had awesome weather, uh, and uh, I had to work, so I wasn't too boring. They seemed to have a good time. They left happy, so I feel like we did it right. What else happened since then? I went on a work trip, my first work trip in two years. First time I was in a hotel since before the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, it was weird. Yeah, we uh, rooms uh, or like uh, they don't they don't come in and like clean up your room anymore. Oh, that just sounds like the hotel is cheap. Yeah, no, it's like a. <laughs> I heard that it was a, a pandemic uh, policy that hotels are just saying, uh-huh. like, you know what, let's just keep it. Yeah, right, exactly. Uh-huh. But it's that's fine with me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't. I don't want I'm strangers like, in my room. Yeah. Just fuck out of here for the next two days. This is my room. Yeah. Until it's really trash, <laughs> then come in. <laughs> right. <laughs> And like leave an extra tip, hundred dollars. I'm in a like I'm sorry, sad face. I have left an I'm sorry note more times (laughs) than I want to admit, and it's not because of me. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, I've been there. That's the worst. I guess I'm writing the note. You're leaving the extra tip. I'll write the note, but (laughs) no, I'm the one leaving the extra tip too. Fuck. I'm just like, got to make this right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want my name on a list. <laughs> so uh, also in the past five weeks or so, uh, or with, with within the last time that we recorded, oh, we saw Dynamite. Right. That happened too. Oh, fuck. Shit. In person. Oh, my God. With yes. one of our three listeners. Right. A lucky contest winner, uh, <laughs> Rana Joy. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit that's hilarious you won the grand prize uh as everyone knows once every 93 episodes we uh choose select one listener at random <laughs> and uh invite them to see aew live with us in baltimore <laughs> so uh only 92 more episodes after this one listen for your chance <laughs> So what did you think of Dynamite? Uh, I thought it was great. I had a lot of fun. And it's amazing that how good of a show they can put on even when their biggest talent uh, big times Baltimore. Yeah, that was, you know, I, I guess I'm used to being a WWE fan because I'll just point out things that i'm disappointed in <laughs> as like my first response yeah to how things are but um, oh that means you're settling into aew you're getting comfortable <laughs> okay okay this is my house now you know what you know what you could do better <laughs> yeah they don't give it, the honeymoon's over they don't give me butterflies in, in my stomach anymore <laughs> 
No, I'm just kidding. Um, when Tony Khan came out uh, and uh, talked about how important Baltimore is, of course, because it's the home of Ring of Honor and the building we were in particularly because that's where Ring of Honor was having all their shows. Yeah. I feel like, okay, all right. The man. Butterflies that... are a little back. <laughs> the man that makes it all possible. Yeah. Is how he was introduced. Right. <laughs> hey, hey, call me, call me, call me the man who makes it all possible. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wrestling. Oh. Sorry, I was just readjusting. Wrestling egos. It's the strangest thing. But yeah, yeah so CM Punk uh, didn't show up to the, the Baltimore show. That was disappointing. But CM Punk is on an, an important mission. Well, I mean, the... Yeah, I mean, he's heading to a championship match. And he can't wrestle on Dynamite every week. Like, the roster is way too deep. They need They need to reserve their stars... Um, more frequent, like I, you know, yeah. He wasn't missed. Of course, it would have been great to see him, but keep telling yourself that. Mark. <laughs> wasn't missed. honestly, I missed FTR more than Punk. Oh yeah, because I figured with Punk like heading into this championship match against Hangman, like he's not going to wrestle a lot between now and two weeks from now. No, although he did have a match tonight randomly against yeah. John Silver. <clears throat> Yeah. But fuck fuck New York. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> because uh Dynamite's in Long Island tonight. Yeah, and they got On CM Long Punk. Island? They got a CM yeah. Punk match. Man, fuck them. And Whatever. uh Danhausen had a got a, got squashed by Tony Nice and we saw the formation of Hookhausen. They could have done that shit in Baltimore. Fuck. <laughs> Yeah, like they've been teasing Hookhausen long enough. <laughs> You've turned me so negative so quickly. I love it. <laughs> um, no, I thought, uh, okay, so le- legit, like, yeah, it was disappointing Punk wasn't there, but like, seriously, like, we saw what? Literally, like, 40 fucking matches. Oh, it was amazing. There was so much wrestling. Unlike a WWE live show where if any of our three listeners. <laughs> Hello, Rana Joy. Hello, Ryan. Hello, Moses. If any of our three listeners... They're they're the Mount Rushmore of listeners. <laughs> <laughs> There's room for one more. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, but... Um, yeah, so much great wrestling. Just Oh, yeah. So, I'm sorry. So I much lost of my it. train of thought. So the... Um, like seeing SmackDown or Raw live during their long ass TV breaks, <laughs> mm-hmm. they're not wrestling. Mm-mm. Even during the one, even during the commercial breaks where there's a match going, they don't wrestle like during the TV timeout. Now they'll like, you know, peacock and breathe heavy and like roll around on the outside of the ring, yeah. but like nothing happens in the match. And also like. There's so many times in a WWE live event when it's a TV taping where the wrestler will come out, have the entrance music played, and then they cut to a commercial. So then the wrestler is just standing there in a dark ring for fucking five minutes while they're selling Pizza Hut stuffed pepperoni on top of, you know, a stick of butter <laughs> wedged <Yeah>. into. <laughs> Some greasy dough and then deep fried. You know, they have to sell that shit. <laughs> People have to go baiting. And 
then they when they come back, like then they just bring the lights up and continue the entrance music as though it's been playing the entire time. What is he, Undertaker? <laughs> but not not fucking dynamite. No. Holy shit, man. That was just like boom, boom. No boom, time for entrance boom, music. Boom. Yeah. Even if you're Chris Jericho. It was just nonstop. By the time like it got to so they, they taped Dark, uh Dynamite, another match for Dark after Dynamite, and then Rampage. Oh yeah. It was like over four hours of wrestling. And in between Rampage I think it, was, it was we hit I think we hit five hours of wrestling. It started it, at seven. It was close. Yeah, it was like seven to eleven thirty. Oh. And then um but there was like after Damn, yeah. after Dynamite, they changed the ring apron for Dark and then had a match with Swerve and Keith Lee against um Shit. I cannot oh remember my God. it was yeah. They did they did the match just for us. Was it Butcher and the Blade? Fuck, yeah, I forget. Yeah. Maybe. Oh god, it was so late into the night. <laughs> I know. Well, and also there were literally like forty fucking matches. Yeah. But, so they changed the ring apron for from Dynamite to Dark. And then after that match, then they changed the entire ring mat and ring apron for Rampage. And it took like 10 minutes, but I was losing my mind at how long it was taking. <laughs> because, But at the same time, like relative to a WWE show where they literally changed the ring mat like four times during right. the taping of Raw. It's got to be crisp and clean jesus christ man daddy vince likes it yeah but also like a three-hour episode of raw would have like seven matches seven or eight matches maybe and a lot of fucking talking and a lot of time to get up and buy some concessions there's not a lot of wrestling at a wwe show or at least there didn't used to be i haven't really uh, watched one in a while well i haven't either other than well I, i tuned in for a little of backlash this past sunday oh right it was the main event was a triple threat. What is a trios tag match between the Usos and Roman Reigns on the one hand, and oh right, RK Bro and Drew McIntyre oh, on the other hand. Oh yeah, and it's, Did I it have a uh, computer snakes again. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I, I fucking <laughs> <laughs> WWE fans are like going crazy over Orton right now. Like he's on a a good run apparently, and oh, yeah? I guess you know people really like Riddle. He you know well, rides Mark, around. He smokes weed, <laughs> and he rides around on a scooter, and he wears like tight little boy shorts. <laughs> yeah, he just looks like he's having a good time. <laughs> Mark, I don't know if you know this, but uh, uh, weed very popular. <laughs> It's on our it's on our ballot in November to yeah. legalize it recreationally. Ugh. God fucking it's about time. So is the long nightmare almost over? Jesus Christ. I mean <laughs> it's, it's the medicinal thing's pretty good. Yeah. But there was no greater disappointment than having been living in California and then moving back to Maryland before medicinal and realizing, oh God, you just can't go to a store and buy it? Yeah. What? What have I done? Move back to the Middle Ages? <laughs> When's the witch burning? <laughs> God, I was reading about um, drug policy in in the <sighs> Netherlands, and there are areas in that in the Netherlands where they give up to like three doses of heroin away for free a day to any one individual user, 
and they get a safe place to inject it where they have um, uh, healthcare staff like on site. Oh yeah, Har- like uh, harm reduction. Yeah, and they're provided an opportunity for intervention, informed of treatment, and um, wouldn't you know it, it has reduced the illegal sale of heroin. And it's reduced drug use because people actually right. take advantage of the intervention and decide not to do it. And it's drastically decreased overdoses. Yeah, because from what I understand, majority of, of people who uh, are addicted to heroin want a path away from heroin. Yeah. And it's almost as if just offering it to someone is a good idea. Yeah. And in this fucking dumb country, we have yeah. people like Senator John Cornyn. Who says shit like, uh, I don't care what what the science says. My instinct tells me marijuana is bad, See, and I'll never I'll never support it. People love that shit because they've spent so many years just making smart be something like, yeah, college boy. <laughs> yeah, but it's almost like okay, well, you should be disqualified for being a U.S. senator if you're if you're just incapable of. Of even like considering evidence, you fucking. Why don't idiot. you disqualify these nuts? <laughs> I'm a U.S. senator. Goddamn! I'll go with my gut. Republican Republicans. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and their Republican strength. <laughs> You'll have to explain that one to me later, and get it. <laughs> so dynamite, uh, dynamite was it was a blast, man. It was oh, it was fun. Yeah. The crowd was was white hot. The crowd was like white hot all night, it, and it was like Adam Page cut a great promo on CM Punk. Adam Page did cut a great promo on CM Punk, even he, calling out how he's not even in the building tonight just to get a good boo from Baltimore. So after after Adam Page's promo, uh, basically ripping CM Punk and talking about how at double or nothing he's going to beat the living shit out of Punk. Um, I. Use I that. hope he does. <laughs> I use the next break as an opportunity to go to the bathroom and get another <laughs> beer. And um, when I was standing in line for the bathroom, there was this father in front of me with two young kids. And I knew there was going to be trouble because one of them was holding this log as the size. <laughs> <laughs> so all three of them... <laughs> All three of them were decked out. <laughs> oh, man. I was not expecting that. That was fantastic. All three of them were decked out in CM Punk gear. Oh, raised right. Yeah. <laughs> and um, the younger of the two kids, or at least the one that appeared younger, said to his dad something like, Dad, why was why was he saying so many bad things about CM Punk? <laughs> oh, Adam Page after his yeah, promo? Yeah. And the dad just like... Looked down at the kid and just shook his head and was like, I don't know, just talking shit, I guess. <laughs> oh, that's a wrestling household. <laughs> and it warms my heart. <laughs> God. That reminds me of like the, the dads of some of the kids I went to school with in elementary school. <laughs> the dad had a number of MCU tattoos. MC, MC, uh, like Marvel Comic Universe. Oh, sorry. I don't know the hip lingo mcu oh. marvel cinematic universe oh is that what it is i thought it was, see i don't i never SCU! knew you i yeah. just i just fucking assume that's what all you mcu dorks call it. <laughs> mcu later 
Mark, I think I, I am getting older when uh, like, oh, there's going to be a new uh, Doctor Strange movie that's coming out. I'm like, oh, I'm not leaving my house. You don't understand. I'm not leaving my house for a Marvel movie ever again. I'll wait. <laughs> And, uh, and and then it hits streaming, and then it's like two months later. Like, do I even want to watch these movies? At this point, it's like a bad habit. I yeah. To, okay. I need well. a safe place to go where they'll give me a Marvel movie and a path to free myself of this horrible addiction. So I have a. Um, I, I asked you before we came on to come up with some questions. Uh-huh. I thought it'd be a good way to pass the time. Oh, we could just catch up. <laughs> <laughs> So are you bored? <laughs> some conversation starters. Oh, good. Some icebreakers. <laughs> I have. And, and one of the questions I had, and uh-huh. this is kind of, I think is kind I, of. I, by the way, before you start, I love that. I, I got to tell or rep Mount Rushmore something real quick. Mount Rushmore of <laughs> listeners. Right before the show, Mark texted me like, hey, why don't we do a segment where we ask each other five questions? And I said, does that mean I have to come up with five questions before we record? And he said, yeah. I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> so he's prepared. Uh, I have one question, um, but we'll see how this goes. Well, so one of my questions is, and it's related to what you just said about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, it's called MCU. And- <laughs> you don't want to sound like a dork. <laughs> you know, I have a fucking giant log in my car right now. It's ready to go whenever I, have a I want. Nerf gun around here. <laughs> so, um, uh, one question I have: Are IPAs done? Uh, I think I'm done with them because talking about getting older, they give me a tummy ache. <laughs> well, like taste, I feel like tastes are are starting to shift right now, and it's actually interesting. That cat sent me the, an article the other night, literally about this. This is point. one of the questions you had for me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Our IPA is done. I don't know. And I think um, when we, so, Cat and I were in, uh, we visited some friends in Portland and Seattle a couple weeks ago and went there to celebrate my birthday too. And, um, you know, it's like everywhere is IPAs, 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 double uh-huh. IPAs, triple IPAs. Yeah. And um, quadruple IPA, (laughs) but like they said, it couldn't be done. (laughs) They said it shouldn't be done. We did it anyway. (laughs) Yeah, it's like the Gillette Mach Three Razor. It's like how many more razors? How many more IPAs? Did someone say seven? (laughs) (laughs) The Octo IPA is coming. Oh God. So uh, they would call it the Ocho. It would be a bunch of bros. It would be like the just du- wait till your esophagus feels this. <laughs> the dodgeball Ocho IPA. <laughs> so um, we're young and we'll never have heartburn. <laughs> I've been uh, I've been enjoying lagers and pilsners more recently. I don't really drink mm. that much anymore to begin oh, with. God. Anymore, God, I sound terrible when I say that. <laughs> Well, I tried to see how much I could do on your uh, birthday, and it turned out one too many. <laughs> no, it was more than one too many. <laughs> but um, so yeah, I just but I haven't been enjoying the IPAs as much lately, and so I I I thought when we go to the West Coast, I, I was expecting to see at the breweries that there were going to be fewer IPAs, but no, it's still basically the same. But it just so happened yeah. when we were out there, there was a Twitter trend 
of IPAs, and it was people complaining about how terrible IPAs are and how people need to do more lagers and pilsners and Kolsch's. <sighs> fucking and stuff. Zoomers. So I'm actually stuck, crystallized and slightly hipster aesthetic, but emerging beer taste. Ooh. And in front of trends. I don't know, man. There's like a bunch of uh, beers. Like, you want you want to try a sour? I'm like, no, no, terrible. I love I love sours. Like, what? <laughs> have you been? Have you gone to your doctor and gotten checked for brain damage? It's the only reason. Like, some you had some sort of a brain damage that makes that a pleasant taste to you. It's the only explanation to me. Double D really likes the sours. Oh, have she got? Has she been to the doctor for, to get checked for brain damage? <laughs> I don't think so. Huh. <laughs> so I have another question for you. Yeah. Okay. What is a neck beard? A neck beard? Yeah. Oh, it's it's like uh the the uh remember when Donald Trump was saying uh something about some hacker in his basement on a mattress? Yes. Something? Yeah, sure. He's basically describing a neck beard, just someone who has like a big lot of uh I guess it's like they just have for some reason the uh stereotype is like they have just a beard growing out of their neck. <laughs> I don't know. And are they all wrestling fans? <laughs> what am I, Urban Dictionary? Do you want me to actually do this research for you? No, that was that was just one question, actually. But <clears throat> are they all wrestling fans? No, I would say, hmm, not all. There's there's because it's very neck beardy to say. Why would you waste your time watching pro wrestling? <laughs> It just seemed like there were. It just seemed like there were a lot of them at Dynamite. Uh, yeah. Oh man. Um, I was outside. I got there a little bit before you and Rana Joy and the people watching. Top shelf. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, there was a there was a definitely an interesting mix of people there. Oh yeah, it was uh, some. It, it ha- really had this range of like, oh man, just a lot of people who are really excited to see wrestling. Some people dressed up. There's some great cosplay. Some not so great <laughs> cosplay. Um, and uh, just like general assholes and uh, re- a lot of nerds. Very nerdy crowd. Yeah. I um was uh, going over to the food area and this guy just says, oh, uh, you need to show her uh, your, your ID to get in. I said, oh, okay, because they were selling beer. I figured, all right. And then he just laughs, goes, ha, 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 and walks away. And and she said, no, I don't see, need to see your ID. I'm like, what? <laughs> this guy was playing a joke on me. Like, he saw he saw me coming behind him. And uh, he, uh, uh, I guess, like, I don't know, maybe this is how he blows off steam from a full day of teaching graduate studies <laughs> in, at Hopkins. I don't know. I don't know his life. But in that moment, he thought, you know, it's going to be funny if I tell this guy he needs to show the uh, the event person who's sitting here that his ID <laughs> and then and he's going to do it and look like an asshole. <laughs> and then I did it. And he's like, ah, no. <laughs> and he just w- turned away and walked away. And I was just standing there, like looking at this poor woman who was just like working the event. And uh, I said, I that was hilarious. <laughs> That sounds like a neck beard. Yeah. And I, there was a lot of a lot of those. <laughs> you know, just telling their kids that uh, Adam Page is just talking some shit. 
<laughs> it is true. Like I love pro wrestling, and then hanging out with pro wrestlers or pro wrestling fans. Um, oh, the worst! I'm like, is this me? <laughs> is this an uncomfortable mirror? And then I just think, no, no, because I feel so smugly superior. <laughs> Waiting in line with them to buy beer, I felt like I treated that as I treat like when I'm peeing at a urinal. Like, <laughs> just I do eyes... that with most lines now. <laughs> anyway, just eyes forward. <laughs> Don't no, move your yeah. head around. <laughs> oh yeah, that's me at the grocery store. <laughs> Eye contact? No, thank you. No, no, please. nope. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Although, I think also on top of that, uh, everyone's been like indoors and hasn't gone to a wrestling event in two years. Oh, so, I, like, no, I think no that one... crowd has been to a lot of wrestling. Yeah, not a lot of masks. <laughs> <clears throat> not a lot of masks in the crowd. Uh, I, I was, I was at... I got to my seat uh, like right before uh, you guys all showed up and I was sitting there and I felt like I'm just the only guy here wearing a mask in this section. And then the three of you came in and you were wearing your masks. And I thought I've chosen my friends wisely. <laughs> like, yeah, of course. Look at all the, there's 6,000 people breathing on each other in here. Yeah. And you think that they're all <laughs> look, they're all, we're all wrestling fans. We know. I want to see Pearl jam next weekend i wouldn't trust pearl jam fans either but i would trust them a little bit more than wrestling fans uh, i think no what's the i'll what, risk it you'll risk it i'll be home by the time i'm sick <laughs> it's the spirit <laughs> yeah you got you have to race the virus home <laughs> as long as it's like a don't ask don't tell policy with the airlines <laughs> it's like do you have it like well i'm not symptomatic <laughs> And I haven't taken a test. No, I'm fucking definitely masking up for that show. There's going to be like 13,000 people in an yeah. arena. Oh, boy. That's going to be nerve-wracking. Yeah. But it's Pearl Jam, so. Well, they'll they'll see you through it. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm kind of glad that we were further up in the crowd uh, and could look look down on everyone. <laughs> uh, if uh, Although one of my coworkers had amazing seats right, right on the floor and uh john moxley went right past him and you can see him really clearly on tv and i thought oh, oh man shit. that's awesome that looks awesome that looks so fun <laughs> that would have made being in the crowd uh, i think a little bit more worth it how much were the ringside seats they weren't even available they oh sold God. out so quickly apparently there was some kind of a pre-sale that i like it's a secret pre-sale or something i don't know i wasn't on the right mailing list or something jesus by the time they opened up like oh no those those seats aren't available because mm. I, I would have put those in the cart and said okay who's comfortable spending this much to sit ringside because <laughs> <laughs> i'll pull the trigger i thought they were like 500 bucks <clears throat> who knows mm. not me because they were all sold out <laughs> mark i have a question for you okay um, we were talking earlier about CM Punk skipping Baltimore. Yeah. Um, do you think Baltimore is a third tier city? How many tiers are there? Probably three, I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, four. Because, you know, f there are cities in Florida. Can you give me ex an example of a first, second, third, and fourth sure. tier like city? Sure. First tier city it would be like a New York or a San Francisco. Okay. Uh, B tier. Well, this is where so poop, homeless people, and needles. I oh, got it. 
Austin. <laughs> oh wait, same problem. Shit. Austin's second tier. No, they'd be. I'd oh, Austin's first tier. Probably be first tier. Right? Okay. Elon Musk basically owns it. Um. I think I have a good idea. First Chicago tier. would be like first tier. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, second tier. That's trickier. It's like what's um. God, this is like reminds me of law school. St. Louis. St. Louis is second tier. You think so? No. All right. Fuck no. Okay. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll we'll pause that. Um. I put like Columbus, hmm. Ohio, on a second tier. Yeah. Yeah. That might be the only one. Cincinnati. No, not Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> Columbus is the only city in. Um. Yeah. Ohio, that would be a, a second tier. It's probably okay. if it's if um, it would be the answer. I think everybody's first answer if the question was, "What's that city in Ohio?" Not Cleveland. <laughs> Boston would be a good example of a second tier city, I believe. Ooh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Boston. Now, give me an example of a third tier city that's not Baltimore. <sighs> Richmond. Oh, don't flatter yourself. <laughs> um, Indianapolis. Okay, and then a fourth tier, Jacksonville. <laughs> I've never been to Jack. I don't know enough about Jacksonville. Baton Rouge. Eugene, Oregon. <laughs> I I would say Baltimore is a third tier. Baltimore is definitely a third tier, pushing yeah. fourth tier. Yeah, it's yeah, it's. This place it's third it's third tier, but its place isn't secure. <laughs> this place doesn't like nothing happens in this fucking city unless literally the citizens do it themselves. Yeah, it's the place for you heard it here first, folks. It's the place for the DIY ethic. <laughs> yeah. So. Except nobody has it. No, we're all very tired. Yeah. I feel I've said to Cat many times the slogan Baltimore slogan should be eh, it could be good. Yeah. The people are just so tired of doing that, of having to do everything themselves. Yeah. It's uh, it's just so annoying. It's like, I, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. I've been railing about Baltimore lately, and it's it's not healthy to keep doing that. Yeah. Well, we can always move to Eugene, Oregon. Spending a, close to a week in Seattle and then coming back to Baltimore, it's like, oh. Yeah. Could be. Like when I visit San Francisco and, like, oh, God, right, just the scale of there is a whole lot more people here and everybody's excited to be here and the weather's amazing. So is San Francisco, uh, when's the last time you were there? Yes. Oh, uh, 2019. I've read that the crime is, like, really, really bad right now. And, like, the city is kind of literally overrun by what I learned in Portland, Oregon are houseless people not homeless houseless oh. i don't know where'd you get this news from the walgreens gazette <laughs> <laughs> well when we were in portland like i was actually really taken aback by their downtown area and like it was it was literally people camping on the street there was piles yeah, there was yeah. poop there was poop everywhere oh really fucking that, just i don't remember that being part of portland and heroin needles and uh crack pipes <sighs> and the businesses were all had boarded up windows 
because apparently after the George Floyd protest, oh God, right? Police stopped responding to property cl- crimes, and police have that'll like, show them. <laughs> police have largely stopped responding to anything apparently, yeah. and so businesses were just constantly having their windows smashed. And instead of just replacing the glass every time, they just boarded the the windows up. So it literally looks like oh, a fucking man. abandoned abandoned business district. That's sad to hear. And there's people just strung out fucking everywhere. Oh man. It's like I I it was like if the entire downtown Baltimore was what it was like underneath the JFX where I mm. where they had a pretty significant homeless encampment. Right, yeah. But the idea is, okay, well, this is more humane for homeless people because they're not constantly being, like, uprooted and, you know, they're just literally allowed to be treated with, like, a little humanity. And it's like, well, we're not going to do anything about affordable housing, so at least we'll just let you pitch a tent in the middle of the fucking sidewalk and you can just stay there and not have to worry about, like, being pushed around and having to like pick up all your fucking belongings every like eight hours. The wealthiest country in the world. Yeah. Yeah. But the way that they've done it in Portland, it I have to imagine is having a significant economic impact, certainly yeah. in, in that area. Um, like it, it didn't feel unsafe. So, you know, it was, it was unsettling, but it was unsettling more so just seeing, Hmm. Just seeing the volume of it. Yeah. And it's not that I'm unaware, but also it's just sort of like, fuck, man, I thought you guys were doing more in the fucking West Coast. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Like, two of the wealthiest cities in the fucking world between Portland and right. Seattle and the tech industry around there. Mm-hmm. I really thought, like, they were doing more for homeless people specifically. And um, I don't know. It's just like, it. I wraparound services probably are cheaper in the long term than all the extra costs of just literally like making it a crime to be homeless. But listen to me just being a beta cuck soy boy. In any event, Portland, if, if only these towns had, you know, multiple billionaires living in <laughs> yeah. them that could uh, band together with their nearly endless resources to. Well, in Seattle, there's, there's I guess there are a bunch of laws and that they just can't, change quickly enough i don't i don't know like how can we be like where did you say the the harm reduction centers was was it the, ne- the, the netherlands well yeah i mean like that like federally they couldn't set no that. oh god no and um housing largely has to do with zoning because remember america is about freedom except for that one and the ones that we don't <laughs> like and the ones that my gut feels wrong about <laughs> zoning is a big issue with housing and mm-hmm. how housing is developed and we're still feeling a invent- massive inventory shortage, shortage caused by the Great Recession in 08 when a lot of contractors went belly up and a lot of developments went belly up. And now we have like a four and a half million unit shortage in housing inventory. And so people can't fucking, fucking afford to buy a new house. Mm-hmm. And the prices are insane. But anyways, in Seattle, there's a, a small island called a, na- a neighborhood on this island called Mercer Island. And that's where Bezos has a house and Bill Gates oh, has a house. right, yeah. And wouldn't you know it, it's illegal to be homeless on Mercer Island. <laughs> so they they don't even, they live in Seattle 
but they live on Mercer Island. So they live in like they literally fucking inhabit a little tiny island where they can see the city from one side. They can see the mountains on another and they can say, oh, isn't this great? We live in a city. Yeah, it's where they keep their layers. Yeah. <laughs> their secret layers. <laughs> Fuck. God. Fuck Real me. life supervillains. Hate rich people. Late stage capitalism. Oh, man. Yeah. It's like it's like it's like a tick has burrowed into democracy and it's just so engorged and we just like what do we do with it? Like how do you get its head out? Do we pop it? What do you do? It just looks so gross. We have to deal with it. I don't know how we do it. This is it's like there's barely any blood left in the body. <laughs> what do we do? Isn't that an MCU movie? <laughs> MCU <laughs> So I have, I have another question for okay, you. Okay, another question. I like that you have these, like, off the top of your head, you remembered specifically five questions for me. I came up with them on the car ride over here. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Is there going to be a single character on Better Call Saul <laughs> that has a happy ending to that series? Oh, man. I uh, I hope it's Howard, but I don't think it's going to be. Yeah, I don't... It's. Probably not going to be Howard. Not going to be Kim. Definitely not going to be Kim. Holy shit. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, um, Fring? <laughs> not him, isn't it? Is it? So, spoiler alert. You know the drill. Okay, yeah. Watch all you of Breaking Bad. Press pause, watch all of Breaking Bad, and then watch all of Better Call Saul up until... Um, you know, now. Yes. And then also watch Barry and he's bounded down a righteous gym sentence and vice principles. Right. Yeah. All right. And then press play. Okay, good. Um, Welcome back. Seeing Gus like lose his mind and be like unnerved because Lalo, like he knows Lalo's out there. Yeah. It's wild seeing Gustavo Fring that paranoid. And then seeing Lalo and realizing where he is and why he's there and what Holy he's doing. Holy shit. <laughs> as that scene played out was yeah. amazing. That was fucking tense as fuck. Um, what's his name? Dalton Timothy Dalton? Yeah, something like that. Oh, no. Am I getting his name wrong? Anyway, he's also in an MCU thing. <laughs> but I didn't see that until I'd already seen him as Lalo. So... He's like playing like a goofier kind of person. Like, <laughs> this is L- this. That's Lalo. Don't trust him. <laughs> okay. Well, we know Gus has a, a, a not so happy ending. Mike does not have a happy ending. Well, ba- oh, you're talking about the ending of of Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, none of the Salamancas. We had a good thing going. <laughs> none of the Salamancas have a happy oh, ending. No. Um, but there's two in which we don't know. There's two. Well, there, okay. There, so there's four characters that I can think of that whose endings we don't know. Howard and Kim, and I think we both hit the nail on the head. Neither of them are going to have a happy ending. Nope, nope. And then there's Saul and Lalo. Yeah. Lalo, Lalo's not going to make it. Well, so where he is, I was trying to think where they are in time on the show. And they're like, okay, so they're pre-lab is ready to go. Right. But we don't know 
where they are in terms of time and and Breaking Bad, other than Saul Goodman is just getting his firm started, and we know in Breaking Bad times, like Saul Goodman already was had like TV commercials and yeah. you know like steady business flow, and obviously a lot of fucking cash because we saw Saul Goodman's house in the episode right. before last and how lavish it was. So he was clearly at his Saul Goodman game for a long for long enough to like really launder a ton of right, money. Right, these little clues that they're giving us. Yeah. Oh. So um and we know that Gus's lab is currently unfinished but it was finally in its finished state sort of like in season 2 or season 3 of Breaking mm. Bad. Yeah. So, um, now Lalo is in Europe right now. Right. Is it possible it takes him the amount of time between where they are in the timeline? He's doing some incredible detective work out there, by the way. <laughs> yeah. The amount of time that where they are in the timeline right now to the, to after Hector Salamanca dies. Spoiler. For Lalo to track down all of those men to get back to Fring to have the proof. So like Lalo's inadvertently the last man standing. Huh. But that wouldn't make any sense. No, someone's going to have to get buried in the uh, floor of the, uh, of the lab. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. So Lalo probably doesn't have a happy ending. So that when you watch Breaking Bad, you know that his body is underneath them yeah. the whole time. Yeah. A little Easter egg after the fact. Oh, yeah. Just really changes everything <laughs> on your seventh rewatch of Breaking Bad. <laughs> so does Saul Goodman or Jimmy McGill have a happy ending? We don't know. I don't know. Probably not. It's all black and white and he's at the Cinnabon. But, but someone's be. found him. No, it can't be good. Right. Well, that's why I was thinking maybe Lalo is alive. Maybe Lalo has been able to find Jimmy. Oh. All those years later? Yeah. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. Well, this has been another episode of What's Gonna Happen on Better Call Saul. <laughs> I was just thinking this has been another episode of just sort of hanging out with Gavin and Mark and not yeah. really listening Mark. to anything meaningful. Mark, I have a question for you. <laughs> yes. What did you think of the debut of William Morrissey? Um, I was very disappointed in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> I was too. Oh my God. How bad uh, do you think it must have felt that uh, he's, he probably hasn't worked with Enzo in like five years and all the crowd is doing is like, how are you doing? Apparently they did a tag match like a month ago. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh. Well, okay, then I feel less bad. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was so I thought one, he looked great. Oh yeah. Best so, shape I've ever seen him in. And um his match with Wardlow was was really good. Oh yeah. Like that was a that was a great match. And the way it ended too, with a Hurricane Rana and a power bomb and you know, like Wardlow put him away with one power bomb where he puts like other people away with like three, four, five, six power bombs. But it goes to show you, it, it only takes one power bomb. So when he's putting people through multiple power bombs, he's just punishing them. Um, because he right. was able to put Morrissey away with one power bomb. Now, also that there could be an alternative theory: Morrissey being seven foot tall, 
and you can't teach that. <laughs> Over 300 pounds. Um, maybe well, Mark, he's he's a bona fide stud and a certified G. <laughs> and we know from ladder matches that gravity is heavier the higher you go. That's right. So and it, the oxygen is also lower, <laughs> so that they're 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 starting to pass out. So maybe when that seven foot giant gets on Wardlow's shoulders and is up higher <laughs> than say like Darby Allen is, the loss of uh, blood flow from the ox- the deprivation of oxygen coupled with the impacts on the change of gravity to be smashed back through to a normal atmosphere, slammed into the canvas. Maybe it's more harmful and impactful to a big guy for that reason compared to like when Darby Allen gets powerbomb where you just have to do it like a hundred times because, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, he's just like, ah, he's made of twigs. <laughs> Well, I thought I thought Morrissey looked great, but the crowd really pissed me off. Oh yeah, I I cannot believe like, do people not remember that Enzo was accused of rape, and then also like just kind of acted like a piece of shit. Yeah, like there are the people that will be very quick to point out, well, the police dismissed it because of lack of evidence. It's like okay. Let's set that aside. He That's rapped a, a song about s- it. He rapped a song about <laughs> it. He he pulled that awful stunt where he was in the front row of WWE and tried to like stand up and like get the crowd crazy about him and like he was like they escorted him out and put up signs saying like look out for this man, don't let him in here and do you remember when he did all that shit? shit? Yeah, that's right. But then they him and um... And then he said I'm going to be a rapper and then yeah. he had like a rapping career. But wasn't he also at the G1 Supercard that one year that Ring of Honor and New Japan did a cross pay-per-view? Jesus Christ. You remember that weekend, you and I watched the G1 Supercard, WrestleMania, and I think that was when we went to SmackDown the week, the Thursday before WrestleMania. We were so young back then. then, Such stamina. And then we went to Ring of Honor in Baltimore like the weekend after. So many different crowds. Yeah. Whew. Remember back then when we just coughed in each other's faces for fun? <laughs> we were like fighting each other for one of Kofi Kingston's pancakes <laughs> the last time we went to SmackDown. <laughs> Neither of us caught it. No. <laughs> Two grown men fighting over a. I want that other man's pancake. <laughs> no, I want it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We have people populating cities and tents and. <laughs> A traveling circus that flings food out into the crowd. <laughs> no wonder people fucking hate us. <laughs> they don't hate us for our freedom. They hate us for what we're doing with it. Oh, fuck. This country has does not have freedom. I know. Jesus Christ. That's right. That. Oh, I mean, God, we didn't even talk about the Supreme Court. Apparently, is the, the leaked draft that they're going to overturn Roe v. Wade. Make a, and the, they want to federally make... Oh, abortion illegal. I'm getting I can feel my blood pressure rising wow. again, Mark. So you you've just segued into Ugh. an idea for a new segment called Can It Get Any Worse? <laughs> <laughs> because it was either the podcast before last uh-huh. or the one before that, where we had literally just, you know, gone from Omicron to the start of the world war right i mean to oh god just like devastation after devastation but the last time we recorded not much worse nothing yeah. worse had really happened i mean the war is still happening 
Yeah, but uh, things hadn't gotten worse, I yes. think, was what we decided. Until Politico... We had to say something. <laughs> until Politico leaked a draft opinion yep. that overturns Roe v. Wade. And so with the impacts of that is, one, that women don't have a right to privacy concerning their pregnancies, uh, a constitutionally protected right to privacy concerning their pregnancies, and two... The Supreme Court has just set a precedent to reverse its own precedent, which yeah. is what we call unprecedented. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's now it's all up for it's it's it's. I I don't understand why some why the the Republicans fight so hard to remove constitutional rights. Mm. I. I really, I really don't either. Other than, you know, Cat was reminding me that how economically impactful this this will be on women, mm-hmm. and then Janet Yellen reminded the country of that yesterday, and then today on Twitter, the Republicans were saying Janet Yellen would rather you be dead than poor. What? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because Senator Tim Scott. What do response, what do Republicans think an abortion is? Well, because so Janet Yellen said this is going to dis, disproportionately impact Black women. Yes, of course. And Tim Scott responded to that by basically say, in the same hearing by basically saying, "I'm glad my poor Black mom did not abort me." And then all the Republicans were like, "Yeah, see that." Yeah. And it's just like, oh, you guys really don't seem to understand that a collection of cells is not a fucking life. Right. It's not fucking murder. No, they are completely. This is like medieval thinking. Mm. It's not like magic. Like, well, now the magical fairy has uh, granted life with her uh, wand in your your tummy. So can it get any worse? This leads me to a question I have for you, Gavin. No, no. What um, if Democrats were vindictive like Republicans uh-huh. and actually like could take power away from from white men specifically? Yeah. What would they come for first from us? <laughs> <laughs> what 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 would they come from, or what do you think I should? What do I think they should come for first? What 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 would the Demo- the Republican hmm. equivalent of Democrat, if Democrats had the Republican mindset and actually coordinated and campaigned so if the, for if the years? Democratic Party took a, a. I know that they like to say that they're very far left. I don't know what Democratic Party they're looking at, but if they <laughs> if the Democratic Party took a sharp turn to the left, yes. and um, and radicalized, radicalized, and lost their minds, and, and and radicalized and organized all at the same time, which in and of itself is pretty remarkable. I can but only they'd think they'd still of... be beaten by the algorithm because that's been weaponized <laughs> against them to turn them into brainless. I don't know. Maybe too many of them are overeducated. Like uh, some some Republican use that as an insult. Yeah, Matt Gates. That's what it was. There yeah, was that, a... that. Oh, that still an investigation for um, uh, sex with a minor, sex trafficking. Yeah, and trafficking. There's been one other great example in somewhat recent history of a whole large group of people that became radicalized and organized 
mm-hmm. all at the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> huh. How did it go? I don't know. I did not see this coming up in conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Nazi. I think the first thing that they should come for is uh, Twitter accounts. No white man <laughs> should be allowed to tweet. I think that, first of all, <laughs> solves 99% of the problems with Twitter. Fuck. Just de- deprive internet access. Yeah. There you go. Like Dial up only. The internet... Like no longer white white men are no longer yeah. allowed to have access to the internet, or it just has to be so cost prohibitive. Could you imagine if anybody proposed that, <laughs> like what that what the response for white men would be? They oh would... God! If you okay, if like we're saying, <laughs> all right, we're going to pass this law that no man is allowed to access the internet. <laughs> no, yeah. They, I mean, they would amend the constitution like that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> It's almost as if, Mark, it's almost as if they're not uh, a good faith political party anymore with good faith ideas, but they're a a bunch of white Christian nationalists that have hijacked a political party. I don't even know, man. It's just uh, there's so many different just so many different kinds of stupid and wrong and yeah, and just. I guess the racists all found their party. Well, this has been happy time with Gavin and Mark. Yeah, Mark, uh, I have two last things I want to say before we wrap this up. Okay. Uh, One thing, uh, AEW Live. This was my first AEW Dynamite show. Uh, I don't want to point to my Full Gear 2019 poster over here, but... You're pointing to it like it's the WrestleMania sign. It's better than. (laughs) It was the first Full Gear, WrestleMania sign equivalent. Oh. <laughs> well, now that Cody's face. Yeah. Yeah, there's Cody on there. That's vintage now. The man that did not make it all possible. <laughs> nope. <laughs> but thought he did. Nope. That's Tony Khan. The man. The one, and that's it. Who made it all possible? Tony Khan. You think Cody's still cutting those promos about his daddy where he like chokes up <laughs> and kind of turns his head real quickly? Uh probably that's his brand he's good at it i have a question for you no Gavin. but i haven't asked my question yet oh okay we went to the show uh the ring a little loud you thought a little loud question mark it was like a uh it was like a kick drum at a stadium concert <laughs> every time someone hit the ground also uh, the, maybe it's because we were up in the cheap seats but the, yeah the, i i'm never sitting up there again. couldn't hear a word <laughs> couldn't see the fucking jumbotron well, they, again, were the only seats available where you could get four of them. That's wild. Well, it's next sold time, that quickly. I'll watch it from my couch. I'm not sitting up there again. <laughs> yeah, for five hours. <laughs> uh, I have a question for you. Okay. If you were a character on The Righteous Gemstones, how would you say, Daddy? <laughs> how would I say? <laughs> okay. Because everybody has their I'm own version. I'm scanning in my head through the characters. Like, Junior... I, I thought Junior had one of the favorites. And maybe I misremember it, but I feel like his was more like, Come on, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't beat that. That's perfect. <laughs> That's a perfect impression. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Can't wait for that show to come oh, back. Oh, daddy. 
He could be a mean son of a bitch. <laughs> well, this match ends in a draw. <laughs> <laughs> Reach the time limit. Yes. 60 minute time limit. Yeah. Measured by WWE standards because we're like 64 minutes in. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's like how Danhausen was uh, built as six feet seven inches tall. <laughs> Good for him. That was fantastic. <laughs> All right. Mark, this is great. Let's uh, not let it be five more weeks until we do this again. Yeah, I can't wait to see what other fucked up shit happens. No, fucking what? Bite your goddamn tongue. <laughs> All right, Mark, is there anything you want to say uh, before we uh, wrap up? Primo! <laughs>